It's time for JB and the General, presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Call or text into the show right now. 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600. Broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare studio, here's News Channel 5's John Burton and Patton Cook. And so it begins. Our new journey here at WNSR. Good morning. Welcome to the JB and the General Show. John Burton, that's me. Patton Cook, that's him over there. Hey, Patton. Hello, John. What's up, buddy? <laughs> How about that? How about that? New open, new music. We're coming to you from inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. We are presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. And let me just say, this is a great opportunity for both Patton and myself to come on every morning and hopefully entertain you. It's a great honor to be taking the reins from Greg Pogue, a guy I got to know well over the last four and a half years and a guy that I consider a, a dear, dear friend. I want to thank Greg for allowing me to come on the air and work with him. He's a Hall of Fame sports writer. He's a Hall of Fame human being. I uh, also want to shout out Joe Dubin as well. He was very influential when he left, you know, four and a half years ago and uh, getting me here. Of course, you know, Joe is doing Joe and Chase are doing their show right now down the dial opposite us save hours and everything but i wanted to acknowledge joe because i know he was a fixture at this radio station for a long time now the bad news is greg won't be with us on a daily basis the good news is we'll still be hearing from him on these airways with tennessee state and his various other shows so that's great and let me just say this i know for many of you this might mean goodbye right the one thing i've learned is that greg has a lot of loyal listeners and for a lot of people, their mornings won't be the same without him. And all Pat and Cook and I ask is that you give us a couple of weeks. We're going to have some fun. We're going to do some things differently. Some things will remain the same. You know, we're going to play the hits. Titans, Preds, UT, Vandy, SEC. But we'll also go off the beaten path when appropriate. And, you know, I've talked to management here, and they're very uh, supportive and appreciative and um of some of the ideas I have. Look, some of the ideas I we have are going to bomb. <laughs> some are going to be great. That's that's just the reality of what part we of the do. Business, that's everybody. part of the business, bro. Um, but like I said, we're going to have some fun. One thing's for sure, we can't do anything without you, the listener. So we hope this will be the start of a great partnership between us and you. We want your phone calls. We want your texts. We want your interactions. You know, I was thinking about this, Patton. This is not our show. It's it's their show. It's the yep. listener's show, right? And I know the passion that the folks here in this town have for sports, and we're here to feed that passion. So I'm fired up. I'm ready to roll, and Patton, I know you are too. Absolutely. Put it great. Um, still going to mention Greg Pogue a lot on this show because – Do we mean, have to? I, I just – maybe we don't. <laughs> maybe we do, but it means a lot to both of us and helped us get to where we are today. I, I echo that. Uh, we aren't Greg Pogue uh, as much as we would love to be, but we're going to try and play the same hits as we did, but uh, with a different taste to it. I'm very excited. We're, uh, we're just ready to get going here, and let's go ahead and get going. Well, I'm excited for you because ever since this announcement came that you know it's going to be different, you and I are going to be doing the show now. We're going to be kind of carrying the water. Um, the outpour of support that people have for you. Yep. That is great because this is a great opportunity for you as, as a young guy in the business. And now, you know, you're in the mix. You're going to have a voice. 
in Nashville sports, Middle Tennessee sports, um, you know, and your opinions are going to be evaluated and appreciated by a lot of people, certainly myself. And like I said, we're going to add the fun element to it as well. Mm-hmm. But this is a great opportunity for you. I could not be happier for you as well. It really is. And I uh, just want to say thank you to everybody. I whenever went out to Strike and Spare at, at, down at Tusculum for Greg's last show and just kind of talking to the listeners. And not that I, I don't know, I, I'm confident in, in what I do. And I, I want to be really good at this. But to kind of talk to Vol Boy and, and mm-hmm. uh, you had Dana Tony, Dane. Dana, <laughs> Tony Nolansville, talk to Doug for a lot um, yeah. on, on Friday and they gave me a lot of great words of encouragement, and it, it's good to hear that. They're excited for me, and they think I'll, I'll do a great job. I want to do a great job. So I just wanted to say thank you to a couple of those guys because even though I, I'm confident, but to hear it from other people, yeah. it's nice to hear. And I just wanted to say thank well, you. Well, it's time. It's, it's time. You've earned it. Like I, like I posted yesterday, you know, you're a young guy, but you're seasoned. You're ready for this. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're going we're gonna to have a great time. So now <laughs> – Full disclosure, right? I'm excited all day yesterday. You know, I was working all day at News Channel 5. We did the Sunday show. And by the way, Steve Lehman's going to join us at 10.05 uh, because uh, I don't know if you saw his interview with Brian Callahan yeah. yesterday. I mean, uh, 180 from uh, the previous <laughs> administration. We'll get into that as we did go he leave along. A, did, did he leave Steve with a gift basket <laughs> after? He, uh, well, I mean, and Steve will tell the story. They were almost born on the same day in the wow. same hospital in the same city. So uh, Steve will be along to tell that story. 925, uh, our podcast partner, uh, former Titans great Keith Bullock, is scheduled to join us. So I want to get some guests on and just kind of, you know, get the show rolling that way. And, you know, we'll we'll talk a lot about what's going on. Um, But uh, so I'm all excited. And, you know, I get home last night and, you know, thinking, all right, trying to plan in my head what I I might want to do for the first show and all that. I go to bed. Set my alarm on my phone. All good, right? When you get up every day around a certain time, your body gets used to it, right? That body clock. So I'm lying there. I'm in bed. Somebody texted me. I could feel that, you know, I, I, I heard and felt the buzz. And I was like, oh, eh, you know. And I'm thinking, eh, I probably should be getting up soon. I'll read the text and then, you know, maybe I'll get up a little bit before my alarm. Well, I set my alarm all wrong. I leaned over. <laughs> you know what it said on my phone? What's that? 802. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I stared at my phone. I was like, are you kidding me? I almost overslept for the first show. <laughs> Our first show. <laughs> and you got here pretty early, John. I did. Bro, I jumped out of bed, threw down my supplements, and, you know, basically grabbed the stuff that I needed to get, and I was out the door. I was like, I am not going to be late and or miss my first show, our first show. Whoever so, texted you, you might owe them lunch. You know what it was? It was Mr. Roy from Roy's Meat really? Service. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Roy. So he's owing was, you lunch. It was now. Jeff yeah. Roy because, uh, you know, we he texted me about something, and I just I – just, because normally I'm like, ah, eh, I'll read it when my alarm goes off. Right. But thank goodness I was like, eh, let me let me see what's up. Because you never know. You get a text that yep. early in the morning. It could be an emergency. Maybe something with you. Something with Adam. Something with Ted. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that was a uh, that was a near near disaster. So, <laughs> well, I will. I, I can assure you, I will never oversleep for this show. Right. Now, uh, the Bill King show. I I was up extra early this morning because like I, I can't just 
be I, I don't know it was kind of one of those where i once that first alarm hit i was like there's no way i'm i'm going back to sleep here so i just went ahead and went on in but mm-hmm. uh now no normal glad you're here john th- yeah great to be here yes uh <laughs> for the jb and the general show me being the jb part of it um so now you said normally you have to set like seven different alarms in the morning yeah i'm i'm not very good uh because for, for those that don't know you know you're just joining us now you know, Patton has to get here extra early because he has to produce and and sort of co-host-ish the Bill King show from 6 to 9. Yeah, yeah. the discipline I have sleep-wise definitely should be better, but I'm just not there yet. We'll see if that ever comes to fruition. But usually, first alarm at 5, and it goes all the way up until I got to leave at, at really about 5.20 or so. I get one every five minutes. So wow. it, it's... Uh, it's quite embarrassing, quite frankly. It's uh, something my fiance makes fun of me every day for, um, but it's it just kind of is what it is. It's it's how I get here. So I just tell her it's either I'm here or I'm not. So right. it's the five roll arms or nothing. Now, for those that don't know, I mean, you know, I've been at News Channel 5 going on 12 years now. I've covered sports for over a decade in this town. So I like to think I know what, I, what I'm talking about. I have a good frame of reference. Pat, and you have an even better frame of reference, you being – Born and raised here and a lifelong Nashville sports fan. I mean, that's, that's, you know, that's where the passion comes from. You know, you're, you're, uh, you're, a, you're a born and bred, if you will. And, uh, so I think it's going to be a good mix of me being the, I guess the I N S O, right? Independent Nashville sports observer. Yeah. You being the passionate fan, especially when it comes to the Titans, but I, I know you're not a huge hockey fan, but you you take pride in the Nashville sure Predators, and you know obviously you're a Vanderbilt guy, not so much a UT guy. I mean, so you bring a lot of the fan perspective to the table, and it isn't. Uh, I I feel like whenever I first started here, it was a lot more peaches and cream, sunshine and rainbows perspective. I, I don't know if it's just me getting older or you or the, or the well, show. you're learning how the sausage is made. Yes. Okay, it, it happened to me as well. I when I, I first got into business, yes. I was you know eight months out of college, bro, and I was like, this is great, and, <laughs> and it is great. It's awesome. What we do is we're very lucky to do what we do, and like Greg has always said, we're not splitting right. atoms or digging ditches, but you know, there's. There's elements to th- everything, right? But my some good, some yeah, not so good. My Titans and Vandy perspective, although I think my Vandy perspective has always been pretty tame, quite frankly, because it's impossible not to be mm-hmm. uh, with with that university. But my Titans perspectives have gotten a little more critical, I, I guess you could say. So yeah, I'm, I, I'm excited. I, I picked up on that. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's actually where where I want to start today. By the way, uh, we want your phone call six one five eight four four. 5,600, you can text us at the same number. We want to be interactive with you. We want, uh, you know, we want to hear from you. Um, you know, maybe you're someone who hasn't, who has listened for a while, but maybe hasn't thought to call in. Today's your day. Call in. I'm out to Sal in Jersey. I'm hoping he calls in today. He said he would, so I'm going to hold him to that. Um, but I want to start with Vanderbilt today because what we saw over the weekend has me very concerned. Now, look, Tennessee's a really good team. They're top 10 in the nation. They are a legitimate threat for the Final Four. We know this. They're a better team than Vanderbilt. We know this as well. But, man, you know, when you're playing your rival, fans, alumni, administration, they expect you to go out and fight. Even if they know in the back of their minds... You know, they're probably going to get the best of us today. 
I was very, very disturbed by what I saw um, by Vanderbilt basketball on Saturday. I have too much respect for Jerry Stackhouse to use the Q word mm. and say it, but it looked like, not saying they did, but it looked like they quit on Saturday. I, I, you know, look, like I said, Tennessee's damn good. When they're clicking, I mean, they had all five starters and double figures. They shot the ball extremely well. They shared the ball. They assisted on 28 of their 33 made baskets. I mean, that was as good as you'll see a college basketball team play. I mean, like I said, t- UT's legit. Okay, all you Vol honks mm-hmm. out there that think that, you know, we'd like to pick on you guys a little bit. We do, and we will. <laughs> that won't change. But, you know, your team's good. Your team's you're right there. You know, it's you got a shot. But what I saw from Vanderbilt, the the effort or the lack thereof, I'm not comfortable with that, man. I don't really – I didn't like what I saw. I didn't like – you know, to just let guys offensively do whatever they want and not – you know, you know this – Basketball is about effort. Rebounding and defense is effort. Now, listen, I always gave it the best effort I could. I was, you know, five foot nothing. I couldn't shoot. I couldn't dribble, but I hustled, (laughs) you know? And it just felt like from a total perspective, I'm tempted to use the Q word. Now, you're a a Vanderbilt fan, bro. I, I would love to know what your thoughts and what you saw on Saturday because I... It had me very. It had me bothered all weekend. Yeah, it didn't feel very good about the game going into it, right? Uh, f- for a variety of reasons, mainly just that the way Tennessee's starting to play. They had those two tough losses. They got back on on the snide with the win uh, before Saturday, and you just kind of had the feel that maybe Tennessee would jump out ahead, but to lead as much as forty one at one point, not acceptable. Uh, and the talent discrepancy, as Jerry talked about, it is great. It is what it is. Now, why that's happened is something we can get into. But the thing about rivalry games, really, no matter how good or bad a team is, it really should be close because the emotion, uh, really, that should bring in a, a lot of the talent gap. And that that's something, quite frankly, I just haven't seen much of this season, a lot of emotion from the group. And I think the effort is is there but the the desperate want to to maybe make a game gritty uh, kind of muck it up in there make it close that never happened on Saturday night and really hasn't happened this season and the reaction after was as expected pretty disgusted but pretty apathetic all around people are just saying that's the part that disturbs me is the fact that well you know they're just better than us what are you gonna do right now come on man right yeah I'm, I'm with you and it's just Nothing to me is going to change until one or two things has to happen. If they're not going to fire him, which there's some real murmurs that maybe that's happening uh, in in the coming days or weeks or after the season. Candace Story Lee, she's done great stuff. Quite frankly, all in all, her coaching hires maybe you can question, but what she's doing with Vandy United right now is great. Uh, Finally making changes to some eyesores in that university, specifically the football field. They're kind of redoing Hawkins field. They're redoing all the facilities with football and basketball and baseball. It's great, but she's got to come out and say something, John, because you still got some home games left on the schedule and 
season ticket renewals will be starting here soon. And granted, she can wait until after the season. I just think a statement has got to be made. It won't. I'm sure it will not because that's just not something Vanderbilt necessarily does. They wait until after. But just the the direction, I think, of this program, Vandy basketball, which I've watched for, I'm 25 years old, make it 20 years. It's been a pretty good program. It's not elite by any means, but it's a good, solid right. program. Competitive. It's, it's on the wayward. Uh, it's on the way down, and there's really no vision or hope moving forward with recruiting classes and the way that the NIL and uh, transfer portal has gone. Just kind of leaving Vanderbilt so slowly, slowly more behind. Real quick before the break, let's get RD in. Good morning, RD. Good morning. Patton just threw me a curve by answering the phone. I was all prepared to introduce myself to the new producer and phone call screener. <laughs> but anyway, just calling in to say congratulations, guys. Thank you. I'm, all, I'm just so excited. And uh, just let you know, I'll be listening to you every day. Thank you, RD. Appreciate it. Always appreciate you, man. Have a great day, all right? See you, bye. By the way, happy President's Day. Mm. That's why I wasn't too worried when I kind of woke up late. Right, yeah. I was like, well, it's a holiday. It's you know, Probably won't be a lot of cars on the road. I should be able to get in time. You're right. And I, I got here early yeah. for me. Bounced in right in here. Yeah. 8.05 for <laughs> our hour meeting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our, our, our extensive uh, pre-show meeting. Yep. And don't forget the post-show meeting Absolutely. afterwards. <laughs> All right. We're just uh, getting started here. Welcome. Uh, glad you're along for the ride. Could not be more excited about this opportunity to work with Patton and to entertain you every day. Coming up, our podcast partner, former Titans great Keith Bullock, scheduled to join us for a few minutes. Just getting started here. It's JB and the General on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. Do you have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. A friend of mine just bought a new house for the first time. A new house. I mean, my wife and I loved to own a house, so I asked him how he did it. And he smiled, and he said he went to the knowledge tree. <laughs> he had this happy look on his face. So I told him to tell me more, and he said, John, the lack of knowledge will keep you poor. Then he handed me a brochure. It was from Knowledge Tree Mortgage. Now I understood. And after one phone call, I understood even more. Knowledge Tree Mortgage specializes in first-time homebuyers, folks like me who get the runaround from banks, and he got us pre-qualified. Knowledge Tree Mortgage got us our mortgage. And tomorrow, my wife and I are going to become first-time homebuyers. Here's the number, 859-9599, 859-9599. Money doesn't grow on trees. Knowledge does. Knowledge Tree Mortgage, 859-9599, 859-9599. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it, the price of everything is going up, and if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. 
Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Hi, I'm Jeff Fisher. You know, you've probably heard by now that the Nashville Cats are coming back to Music City. Well, you are correct. They're coming back and they're coming in hot starting April 27th with the first of five home games at the historic Municipal Auditorium. There will be an additional game at FM Bank Arena in mid-May up in Clarksville and that will be honoring our military. Single game tickets as well as season tickets are on sale now. For more information, come visit thenashvillecats.com. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Bogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. JB and the General here on WNSR National Sports Radio. First show. We are off and running. So happy to have you with us on a Monday. Happy President's Day. And who better to have, Patton, as our first guest on the new show than the guy that we do a podcast with every week. It's called What's Good with KB and JB Podcast Show, featuring and produced by Patton Cook. He is a former Titans All-Pro linebacker, also played one year with my beloved New York Giants. Mr. Monday Night, number 5-3, the great Keith Bullock joins us. Morning, Keith. Morning, fellas. Congratulations on the new show. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And, you know, there was nobody that we'd rather have as our first guest than you because we've been doing the podcast show. You know, we're 22 episodes into our podcast show, by the way, Keith. I don't know if you knew that or not. And they said it wouldn't last. I didn't realize we're that deep. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that deep. <laughs> Dang, yeah, yeah. A lot of episodes. New episodes premiere every Saturday morning, 10 a.m. right here on WNSR. And, of course, you can uh, get us on uh, all kinds of streaming platforms, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Amazon Music, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Keith, you know, you look at where the Titans are right now, and we've been talking about it on the podcast show, new head coach Brian Callahan coming in. Uh, getting his new staff together. Obviously, from an age and experience standpoint, this is a young staff, and you know there are going to be growing pains, right? And the fans need to realize that that uh, there, there there may be some bumps in the road. You just got to kind of ride with them a little bit, right? As we get going here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like just with every regime shift, doesn't matter if it's a new coach. I mean, an older coach or younger coach or um, a first-time head coach, um, there's going to be some adjustments. And, you know, the players have to adjust first, and I think the fans can kind of will be able to get their reassurance about, you know, the type of um, regime 
Callahan is running, I'm sure by the time, you know, OTAs kick up, um, by the, by the time going into camp, I feel there should be a pretty, pretty good pulse of, uh, what Coach Callahan and his staff's, um, philosophy and mentality is going into this season. Now, you played, obviously you only played for two head coaches in your career, Jeff Fisher and Tom Coughlin for the one year, but, and we talked about this on the podcast show, obviously, you know, there have been different position coaches coming in and out, you know, despite the same head coach being there. What was the adjustment like for you during those circumstances, especially as you became more of an established player? Um, I would say for me, uh, the, the, the biggest coaching change I really had when I was with the Titans is, uh, you know, obviously Coach Mack coming in for Gunther Cunningham, but uh, even more so is when Jim Schwartz left as uh, defensive coordinator. Because then, you know, uh, Jim, I came into the league, Schwartz was my linebacker coach, and then he became our defensive coordinator. But we had such a great relationship from coach to player, whereas it was like a very great experience. Um, you know, he trusted me as a player uh, to, to do the right things and be in the right place, which gave me a little more freedom on defense um, and, uh, you know, helped me become the leader that I was to when, you know, when Schwartzy left, things changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, as a player, when you change things that were working, that's kind of when you get, you know, hmm, what's going on? You know, right. that's when you kind of question coaching and, and things of that nature. Um, when I went to the Giants, um, you know, Tom Coughlin, the uh, NFL legend, Super Bowl winning coach, it was it was um, great to go there as well. You know, maybe not so much as far as my playing time and all that, but it was uh, just to see something different. It was a different NFL experience, you know, um, to not have to be the leader, um, to playing a role kind of like I did as a rookie, but to be around these different coaches and the way that they teach and their coaching styles to these other players in a different organization. So, yeah, I was able to see the different um, contrast in different coaching styles and techniques and how the players and players myself react to changes in um, the coaching staff, not necessarily head coach right. per se, but being on a roster for going on 10 years and then all of a sudden getting a new defensive coordinator and, and things just change drastically. Keith, we heard a, a quote go pretty viral uh, among Titans fans from Denard Wilson talking about wanting to be an attacking, violent, smart, and uh, intelligent defense. For you as a player, does every coach strive to be that? Or for defensive coordinators, or do they try and coach stuff other than being violent and attacking and, and other characteristics like that? I mean, when I played during my era, that's, that's standard defense, and I'm sure, you know, Denard said that based upon how the game has changed. You know, that's not necessarily what you think of when you think of of, of defense, violence, and all of those different things, but that's part of the game. So for me, um, yeah, I like the fact that, you know, it sounds like they're going to be playing, you know, Good defense. You know, I, there's no more I can take from it. Yeah, like there's no more I can take from that because you play violent, you play fast, you play with aggression, you play with an attitude, and you have to all be on the same page. So as far as I'm concerned, yeah, he's um, saying the right things. But for me, like, um, yeah, I guess I came up in the Greg Williams system too. I played for Greg Williams one year, 
uh, my rookie year, and that was very beneficial to me as well in molding my career. So those are all the things that I've heard before. That standard um, defense, and I just it's just probably something that hasn't been heard around here with um, in years with so much intent. Because at the end of the day, I feel like Mike Vrabel was controlling a lot of those conversations on the defense, and Mike Vrabel had more of a, I guess. Uh, cooler demeanor, so to say, like uh, he's the head coach. So it's kind of like um, nonchalant demeanor um, approach, I should say, when he spoke about, um, you know, how his team needs to play. It just kind of came off like that to me anyway. One of the main differences, I think, from the Titans defense to maybe what Denard Wilson is used to in Baltimore was, at least secondary-wise, it seemed like a much more, like you talked about, laid-back, nonchalant type coverage, not as aggressive when you looked at the Titans secondary, Keith, did you want to see them play more aggressive or kind of how did you look at their secondary play last year? I looked at their secondary play like a lot of their corners were scared to challenge. Hmm. Um, you know, the third and 10, you can't be six yards off the ball. You got a, in the NFL, um, look, you're a pro. It's the ultimate league. There is no higher league. So if I get an opportunity as a starting corner, um, I got to know what to do. I got to know how I can be most effective. And, you know, the objective as a defensive player is to dominate your matchup, especially when it comes to the one-on-one. So I feel that the Titans' corners um, didn't take that challenging approach. And it sounds like, you know, Coach Walker is going to have – I mean, yeah, he's going to have them with that uh, attitude coming in. So it's going to be interesting to see, um, you know, pretty much the mentality and the attitude – of what the Titans' defense is going to be. It's not like they weren't flying around playing hard-nosed football before, uh, but you know you kind of lose something when you lose Kevin Byard and some other things. So now with the new coaches, um, yeah, we're going to have to see how the philosophy takes and if they have even the players within that building to execute right. the defensive scheme that he's wanting to do. So uh, all of those things play into factor. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio, JB and the General Show. We're talking with former Titans great linebacker Keith Bullock, who also you can catch with us on our weekly podcast show called What's Good with KB and JB. Keith, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, what do they say, right? It's it's more about the Jimmys and the Joes than the X's and the O's. Wilson can have a great system, and, you know, Callahan and Holtz can have a great system as well on the other side of the ball, but... You need the players to execute. And when you look at the Titans secondary, we don't know what Fulton's future is. McCrary's got some talent. Obviously, Hooker is now, you know, one of the de facto leaders at safety. I mean, a lot of it's going to have to do with, you know, what kind of team they build, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And it seems like, obviously, they're going to get right down to it. you got the combine coming up, and then you just had the senior bowl. Um, so, yeah, they're going to have – um, this is probably a fun time for them. You know, like you said, uh, to start off, it's a new re- new regime, um, young coaches, and they're finally getting the opportunity to put their best foot forward in um, expanded roles, whereas they may have been assistants or, you know, in lesser roles before. Now, you know, they have their own operation, and let's see it go. So at this point, all we could do is sit back, watch, and let, the, let those guys work. You know what I mean? Rand yeah. did his thing. He, he cooked in the kitchen. Now it's time for these coaches to, you know, get in there and, you know, whip up their their portion to this potluck. And like we've been talking, it's it's Rand's show now. I mean, yep. he got he got the bump in uh, 
entitled. And he, I'm sure he got a, a nice bump in pay. I mean, it's 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 all on him now. Yeah, and look, man, that's what you want in any job. Like, you know, you got Patton on his first day today. He's ready to step up and do his thing. You know, um, it's just like life, man. You get these opportunities that you work and you strive for, and um, you want to do a great job to get other opportunities. So, uh, you know, I'm one that comes from it. So I know that, look, all you can do now is put your head down, put in work. If I'm a player – I can't control what the coaches are going to do. The only thing I can control is what I'm going to do when it's time to play football. And, you know, for 10 years with the Titans, that was my approach. I didn't care what was going on around me. I knew that I had to come in and be the player that I was known to be. And uh, like I said, man, I was the – most ex- one of the most fun things and the best challenges of the NFL is every year you have to prove yourself. Right. And, you know, I stand on that, you know, so uh, coaches and players. Keith, you talked about some loud voices that are going to be departing the locker room. Kevin Byard already. Presumably, we would think Derek Henry, even though maybe not a loud voice, but kind of showed it in his work ethic. Who has got to be that guy to step up to be that voice, to be that leader uh, on both sides of the ball? Because they're losing two big pieces that have been a, a big part of this team for a better part of a decade. Well, obviously, you're going to first think, um, you know, Will Levis and Jeffrey Simmons. But at the end of the day, um, actions speak louder than words, man. You know, right now they're trying to see who they can actually get out there and make some plays for them. You know, there hasn't been, you know, got DeAndre Hopkins and a couple other guys making plays. So I think it's not so much about the vocal leaders. It's more about who's going to get out on the field, make plays, and lead by example. You know, I feel like DeAndre Hopkins showed that leading by example. He answered the questions that was asked of him, but he's not a rah-rah guy. He wasn't out there, you know, um, preaching and calling team meetings and all those things. He just went out and did his work um, very effectively week in and week out and brought those along with him that wanted to go. So I feel like that's what they need. The vocal leaders will, um, you know, they'll show themselves because vocal guys can't help themselves, you know, but at the end of the (laughs) day, you got to make plays if you're going to be somebody that's talking. And, um, you know, I, I don't I don't necessarily see too many talkers on that team, or there shouldn't be right now anyway. Lastly, Keith, uh, the three of us were all NBA fans. What would you make of the All-Star game last night? I mean, that was – I mean, Adam Silver looked embarrassed after that game. What was it, 211 to 186? Yeah. Nobody playing D. Guys just out there running around, just doing whatever. Honestly, man, I ain't going to lie to you. I, I, mind, I had intense on watching it, but um, a and a&E had the WWE superstar biology on, and I, I caught Goldberg's biology, <laughs> and I caught NWO. Nice. So two of my favorite, you know, wrestling um, times and teams and people, uh, so I kind of got stuck into that for three hours. I caught the fourth quarter when the score was already like 186 to 191-something <laughs> crazy. It was just, yeah, I, it was ridiculousness, so it wasn't, Interesting. I remember, and uh, and on this, I remember when I was little. We were um, not little in high school. Um, all the all county athletes, we got together at the local newspaper and we watched the all star game. All the all county basketball players, and we watched the all star game. Had to be in like '94, mm-hmm. um, and it was super competitive. Um, you know, and it was a great game. I actually still have that clipping because we all gave our reviews on the players and everything, and it was like, you know. A pickup game in the summertime. I don't understand why these guys, they'll go, 
in the offseason and have these intense pickup games that you see um, online and stuff. But now you're playing in front of the fans for millions. Everybody wants to be an all-star. And you go out there and you play like trash. Not trash, <laughs> but you don't put much into the game. So, yeah. you know, it kind of takes away from the fans. Um, it takes away from the fan experience of the actual game. But I'm sure the weekend is still a success. Keith, we appreciate you jumping on as always. Love doing the podcast with you every week. I know you're busy. Thanks for a few minutes today. No doubt. You guys have a good one. Congratulations. Thank you, man. Thanks, Keith. There he goes, Keith Bullock, Mr. Monday Night, Mr. Monday Morning, actually, in this particular instance. Sure is uh, a guy who holds uh, a hell of a lot of credibility in this town, so we appreciate it. Yep, he's got opinions, and they are well-respected because he earned them. You know, one of the, you know, certainly one of the the, uh, greats of the uh, Tennessee Titans when you talk about, you know, this iteration of the Titans. So, uh, always great to chat with him. All right, well, uh, coming up top of the hour, we're going to talk with Steve Lehman, my partner from News Channel 5 Sports. Get some more insight into his conversation with Brian Callahan, which aired over the weekend. Part one, part two, I believe, airs uh, next week as well. And Teresa Walker will join us at 1025. We've got some other, perhaps, surprises as we embark on our first show. We're just getting started. JB and the General, give us a call. 615-844-5600. We're coming back on Nashville Sports Radio. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. In a single moment... 
everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Are you ready for some March Madness? Then don't miss out on any of the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity. It's the return of the Ford Center downtown Evansville for March 6th through the 9th as the first entries into the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are now on sale to each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. JB and the General, show number one here on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. Great to have you with us on a President's Day Monday. Now, I love Adam Johnson. That's that's my boy for shout. And this bump back music is great. Great yep. classic rock. But we got to get some hip-hop in here, bro. We got to get some Big E, some Tupac, some Eric B and Rakim, some LL Cool J. I mean, you know. If we're gonna change, we got we gotta we gotta flip it. If we're gonna flip the script, we gotta flip it all the way, you know. And I like, you know, I love Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah. I love the classic rock. Grew up listening to it, but bro, I'm a hip hop head, man. Yeah, you know, I mean that's so. So we'll uh, we'll we'll talk about that. We got like I said, we got some other, um, hopefully, some daily and weekly features that we're gonna integrate into the show as we go along. We're definitely going to do what we do in the podcast. Let Patton cook. You're gonna at least once a week get a chance to really, really get a get a get what's on your mind off your mind and and kind of let it go within reason a little bit, right? Yeah, I won't be calling uh, the Titans owner a coward or anything by any means. <laughs> yeah, that will not happen. I remember you dated the day you did that. Greg and I just kind of looked at each other like, oof, oof, <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, I'll tell you, you know, tough room. Yeah, know. my seat might be removed at <laughs> Nissan Stadium when I come back in uh, September, which probably is deserved. <laughs> so I'll be sitting on the pavement. All right, let's go back to the phones. Tony in Nolensville. Hey, Tony. Good morning, Tony. Welcome to the maiden voyage of JB and the General. I tell you what, I wouldn't start my day if I couldn't be a part of it. And uh, I just want to say thank you for taking my call, first of all. Absolutely. The uh, uh, guys, uh, John, also, I'll tell you what, you got to throw a little Lenny Kravitz in there, too. Yeah. Oh, I love me some Lenny, bro. Yeah. yeah. You got to throw him in there a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, last night, I watched for the first time the uh, Baltimore Bullies from the year 2000. Oh, yeah, the 30 for 30 on ESPN, really good. If you're a Titans fan, it'll piss you off, but it's still good. Oh, (laughs) yeah, it is. And, uh, Patton, have you seen it? I have, yes. And that was the first time I'd watched And I tell you what, it was really, it, it, it had me on the edge of my seat moving. I'm like, you know what, them the way they carried on, how much dislike they have, but you know, between the two, and I looked up their record, and both of them, uh, it's almost a 
500. I think the Ravens have a 14-13 edge on uh, on the Titans. Yeah. And I thought, you know, that's pretty remarkable. These two teams that really, I think, really do despise each other. Oh, yeah. The fan bases, I know do. The hate is real. There's uh, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And uh, that I thought that was really something that I did. I Like I say, I caught that last night. Well, you yeah, know what was remarkable, what Tony? What was remarkable about that era you think about the old division, right? When it was Jacksonville and the Titans and the Steelers and the Ravens. And the all, Ravens. all four teams were physical. Those games were bloodbaths. You had all four coaches that were just, you know, egomaniacs, <laughs> alpha males. You know, I'm the most physical team. No, I'm the most physical team. That was a different brand of football back then, Tony. And, John, i tell you what. I looked at it as the bruised division in the AFC, like the NFC Central is, with uh, the Vikings, Lions, Packers, and uh, right. Bears. Black and blue division, and, yeah. Right. And uh, But that's, I call it the bruise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys, in basketball, the SEC, I, I don't think nobody wants to win the regular season. I think they're just beating up on each other and... You know, each week, what what team that looked awesome last week gets their butts beat this week, and uh, as indicative of Kentucky going into Auburn and uh, laying a number on them. But uh, I, you know, I see a bunch of two and three seeds out of the SEC going forward in the NCAA. I'm gonna hang up and let y'all talk about that a little bit, okay? Thanks, man. See you, Tony. Yeah, I mean, listen, Pat, and the SECs, you know, they're deep. And, yep. you know, it's kind of like, you know, it's not about winning. It's about surviving and getting a march. You know, you got a number of good teams, Kentucky, Alabama, Tennessee, you know, I mean, South Carolina's good. He, Tony's right. I mean, it's a, it's a deep, deep SEC this year. And it's been that, it's been building that way for a while. Yeah. A couple of years now, yeah, big, big blue nation was about ready to throw Calipari off the deep end. <laughs> comes off a nice 11 point win in Auburn. And he mentioned South Carolina. They lose to LSU right. uh, by one. So you're right. I, I think it's kind of opening up. You had Tennessee's downfall a little bit, but they're uh, sparing right back through. So I, to me, it's, Probably Tennessee's to lose right now, I'd say. You kind of look at their schedule. Really, uh, they got a game against Kentucky. That's really last tough game they have mm-hmm. uh, before conference tournament time. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been good, and it's it's I think it's better that way, John, because for you know, five or six years you had Kentucky and everybody else. Vanderbilt was downward. Tennessee was downward with a couple uh, tough teams. But since they've gotten Rick Barnes uh, as their head coach, it's been a different story. But SEC ball, it's been as good as any conference in the country. Jack and Spence, we see you. Hang on the line. We're getting to you next. One more break. We'll close out hour number one. JB and the General, WNSR. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. 
Guitar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team from any seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville Double Stack or the world-famous Bar Lines Grinder. Oh, you've never heard of the Bar Lines Grinder? Two kinds of cheese, lettuce, Dijon, smoked turkey, smoked bacon, smoked ham. Now that's some smoke you want. Local brews and local spirits are on tap at Bar Lines. Take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of Music City. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142-800-649-0142-800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong steroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Just like ACDC said, rock and roll ain't noise pollution. This show might be. Depends on who's listening. JB and the General, our maiden voyage here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Great to have you with us. Steve Lehman from News Channel 5 is going to join us after the top of the hour. Let's get a couple phone calls in. Jack in Rivergate. Morning, Jack. Man, I thought he'd never leave. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No comment. I, I, I'm, I'm so sorry I couldn't make it over to Roy's when you guys were there. I had to work, but I'm tickled for your new outing here and wish you every success. Thank you so much. Appreciate that, Jack. We really yeah, do. It means you, a lot, man. And I wish, hope sometimes you can 
work Roy's into a remote location. And JB, I'm telling you, sometime when you're over there, get the meatloaf. Oh, you told me that's right. You called like a couple of weeks ago and told me about that. Yeah, I am. Uh-huh. I'm going to make a note of that. To uh, I actually am. I'm going to try to get over there either today or tomorrow. Mr. Roy uh, texted me this morning, and so uh, I got to get over there and say hello to him. So, you know, I I, I saw Steve's interview last night with the new coach, mm-hmm. and it all just kind of came together. Chris Sanders had been on one of the shows and was talking about the players now. You just can't have three a days and throwing up with salt pills and getting talked to like a dog. Right. And then when all this was going down, I saw Bert Nihill on an, on a, on an interview and then watching this new coach last night, you know, he's the fit for him. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think Brable had just that bull in the China shop coupled with that record. I think that's what torpedoed him, and they want, you know, she wants that house, everybody in that house facing the same way. Yeah, an organizational flow chart like I've been talking about, right? Right, Patton? And just, you know, collaboration, that's that's the word that everybody uses, right? Yeah, not only yeah. her, but everybody else in the league, quite frankly. That's why he's not a head coach right now. Yeah, or very able. Yeah. yeah hey, Jack, thanks yeah, for the call, man. I appreciate it, all right? Hey, congrats to you, and Thank you. I'll be listening. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Spence joins us. Morning, Spence. Morning, guys. Y'all coming in loud and clear and sounding good. Everything all right? Yeah, everything's great, man. It's great. We're uh, we're up and running. Very exciting. And, uh, you know, we got to get used to some things. And, uh, you know, uh, but, uh, man, we are uh, couldn't ask for a better first show so far. So glad I got to come over last Friday and meet some of these guys. Yeah, you know, man, it was great to world. see you as always. And, and by the uh, way, and, and real quick, yeah, and thanks to everybody that came out to strike and spare in Tusculum on Friday for Greg's last show. It was great to see everybody. Unfortunately, I had to kind of roll out of there pretty quickly after the show, but we had great barbecue. Thanks to Greg. Greg uh, paid for the whole thing, and everybody had lunch, and it was great fellowship. So thank you to Greg, and thank you to everybody at Strike and Spare for helping us out Friday. Yeah, you, as you say, it's a small world. You run into people that know people that you know that you didn't know that knew them, like uh, Mike Organ. He did an article uh, a while back on one of my friends and neighbors, and now I know who Tony is, and Tony knows who I am. Vandy Lance was there. He's one of the old-time callers. From this yeah, old Vandy Lance. Yeah, it was good to and see I, him. Yeah. I had heard his voice forever, but I didn't know who he was. And He worked with one of my sons, and so I introduced myself, and I said, Hey, did you work here? You know this guy? He says, oh, yeah. And we had, had a good little conversation. I got a selfie. Nice. I sent it to my son. He said, what a great dude. Where'd you run into him at? And I told him. So maybe we can get Lance to call back in some. He said, he's a good one. That'd be great. Hey, thanks for the call, Spence. Appreciate it. All right. Catch you. Later. All right. Hour number two is coming your way very soon. I'm Sherry Preston. International reaction coming into the sudden death of Alexei Navalny last week. Western leaders blaming Russian President Vladimir Putin for it. ABC News Chief Global Affairs Correspondent Martha Raddatz reports from Ukraine. U.S. Ambassador to Russia Lynn Tracy seen laying flowers at the Solovetsky Stone in Moscow, writing on X, 
we express our deepest condolences to the family, colleagues, and supporters of Alexei Navalny. His strength is an inspiring example. We honor his memory. His wife, Yulia, remembering her husband on social media, writing simply, I love you. Rain, wind, and snow slamming much of California. Los Angeles hit with heavy downpours today. Tomorrow, the Bay Area will get it, courtesy of another West Coast atmospheric river. Two Minnesota police officers and a paramedic shot and killed as they responded to a domestic call over the weekend that happened just south of Minneapolis. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage nasal care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Welcome back for the second hour of JB and the General, presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. 
Live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Call or text into the show right now. 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600. Broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare studio, here's News Channel 5's John Burton and Patton Cook. The maiden voyage of the JB and the General Show on WNSR. First show, halfway there. Glad you're with us on a Monday. John Burton, Patton Cook, inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. One hour down, a million What do you think so far, Patton? What do you think? I like it, John. Uh, luckily, me and you get along. Yes. I, I don't. I don't have to strangle you over <laughs> one because I'm too far away. Uh, my arms physically can't uh, right. reach you. But having a blast. I appreciate it. Well, it's uh, it's great, and uh, this is going to be the start of something really cool and really special here at WNSR Radio. And uh, we had Keith Bullock on as our first guest. Our second guest can only be one man. He's the guy that I've been working with at News Channel Five, going on twelve years now. We've covered, geez, we've covered big-time playoff football games, AFC championship games, big-time college basketball games, uh, Vanderbilt in the College World Series. We've run the gamut. We've done it all. My guy, the best sportscaster in Nashville, Tennessee, Steve Lehman from News Channel 5 joins us. Steve, good morning. Thanks for being on with us, man. JB, General Patton, congratulations, fellas. Off to a... Roaring start, and I'm sure this is going to have a, a a long, long-standing tenure, much like the general himself. Well, you know what? I can't do it without the general, man. That's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's keeping things in line. Well, uh, Steve, thanks for thanks for being on with us, man. Um, great interview with uh, new Titans coach Bill Callahan. I know we ran part one last night on the local power companies of Middle Tennessee Sunday Sports Central. By the way, it just popped into my head. Daytona 500 today, yes. postponed from yesterday. I haven't mentioned it. We haven't mentioned that the first hour. So uh, if you have President's Day off, you get something to watch today, 3 o'clock. You can kick your feet up and watch the Daytona 500, weather permitting, of course. So we'll get into that as the day goes along. But, Steve, I thought it was a great, great interview with uh, Bill Callahan. And let me just say this. It's a 180-degree difference from the previous regime uh, with Callahan and his personality and the one thing you kept saying, both on the air and off the air, are two words. Good dude. He just comes across as a good dude, no? Yeah, no question. That's the first thing that stands out to me. And I don't know if this means he can coach. I think he is a good football coach, but I don't think his personality means that the Titans are all of a sudden going to win 13 games in the regular season next year. But it is just a different attitude. And this isn't – I don't mean this as a knock to Mike Vrabel. I thought Mike Vrabel was a very good – NFL football coach that related to his players extremely well. But when you walked into that building and it was Mike Vrabel and his coaching staff, it felt like a bunch of guys who believed they were NFL coaches. And that's all they did. It was they were NFL coaches above being human, if that makes any sense. Yes, it does. And it was just very difficult to relate in that regard. Where you walk into the building now and starting from Brian Callahan, it feels like a bunch of regular guys who happen to be NFL coaches. And that's just refreshing, given what we've dealt with in the last several years. And so you walk into the building now, and you feel like the guy you're talking to wants to actually be sitting across from you and wants to learn a little bit about you and be present in the moment and have some sort of a relationship. Not that I think 
I'm going to be best friends with Brian Callahan or any of this coaching staff, nor should I be. But it is kind of nice to sit there, and we're just shooting the breeze off of camera, and I feel like he actually wants to be engaged in that moment as opposed to thinking about the next draft pick he needs to scout or the next piece of film he needs to cut and look down at. And that was just a really unique situation, and, and I enjoyed it. And I think when they talk about the new attitude within the building and their new vision, it starts at the top with Brian Callahan being the good dude hiring other good people he wants to work with. Well, speaking of unique situations, your situation and Coach Callahan's situation is pretty unique. I'd love for you to share that with our audience. <laughs> yeah, we go way back. If you would say, I joked with him at the end of the interview. Cradle to the grave, baby. (laughs) Exactly. Or at least cradle to coach of the Tennessee Titans or something like that. But I I joked with him at the end that congratulations on being here from probably one of your very first roommates in life. That's because both Brian Callahan and I were born in Champaign, Illinois, where I lived the first 22 years of my life through college. And we were born in the exact same hospital a little over 48 hours apart. He was wow. born on June 10th. I was born on June 13th, just just into the, the 13th. And so almost certainly, given the decade back in the 80s, almost certainly we were in the nursery at the exact same time together for wow. you know, a day or so at that time. So, yeah, we, we can joke together that we were likely each other's first roommate in life. And now <laughs> here he is, the NFL head coach in the town that we reported. That's amazing. Steve, uh, first-year NFL head coaches face a lot of challenges. What do you think Brian's biggest challenge will be in his first year? You know what, Pat, and I think the biggest thing is just the time management, and not necessarily as an off-season coach or as the organizational figurehead. He'll have to deal with all that, but he's a smart guy, and I think he'll be able to handle that. I think the biggest challenge is when you actually get into Sunday and you're, for the first time, the head coach having to decide about timeouts at the end of the half or the end of the game. You have to decide about are you going for it on fourth down or not, and you're also the offensive play caller. I just think the time management of doing all that and doing it correctly is something that you can't really prepare for until you're actually in that role. I think too many of us sit at home and we have the luxury of replay and sort of second-guessing and all that, and we think about these NFL coaches, and it's like, oh, man, why didn't he call a timeout there? Or why didn't he make this play? Or why wasn't he ready for the fourth down, and then they had to burn a timeout, or whatever it may be. And I think the fact is you only have 40 seconds from the completion of the previous play to getting the next play off and trying to be as successful as you can. And if you're not thinking two steps ahead – Oftentimes, you're not prepared to make the right decision in that moment. And when you're going to be not just the head coach trying to make that decision, but now also the guy who's trying to come up with that perfect play for third and seven or fourth and one, I think that becomes a big challenge. And for a lot of guys, there's a growing adjustment to that. So I think that's the biggest thing that Brian Callahan will have to grow on the job into. I think he's really bright. I think everybody talks about him as an offensive mind, sings his praises. So I have no doubt he's capable of doing it, but you're really asking him to do two jobs at once there. And I just think being sharp in those critical moments within the game and being prepared when they come up the first time 
I think that's going to be the challenge. Well, something I necessarily haven't heard is uh, my fandom of, of a Titans as the Titans for as long as I've been alive is from what it seems like, Steve, is they're going to set the the pass up or the run up with the pass effectively pass first run second do you think that will actually follow through in year one because we know what the offensive line is and we know the weapons aren't necessarily top tier do you think they will start out uh pass first run second in year one under brian callahan i'm gonna say that i think they're going to try but Patton asked me this question again when we get to <laughs> june and we know what the roster right. is actually going to look like because at the moment I don't see how that's possible with the offensive line they have. I trust they're going to very much retool this offensive line in the offseason and hopefully won't have the same problem. I also think the door is not completely shut on Derrick Henry coming back. I think it's unlikely, but I don't think it's completely shut. And if you put him on this roster, then I think you also have sort of the responsibility to use the greatest running back of a generation maybe more than you would if he wasn't on the roster, obviously. And so I I do think it's a little bit of wait and see, but here's the thing I'll tell you about what they're doing, whether it's offense or even defense. And you heard it last week with Denard Wilson, the new defensive coordinator, saying what we understand is in this league, the ball travels farther and quicker through the air than it does on the ground, and that's the way the league is going. And so we have to be prepared to defend you on the back end and affect the quarterback on the front end. I think that is, number one, the mission of the defense, but number two, the opposite of that is the mission of Brian Callahan and his offense, is to put pressure on your back end, to make the quarterback be in the position where he can be as successful as possible. That is the direction the league has gone over the last decade plus, and I think finally the direction of the Titans with Brian Callahan as head coach is trying to catch up to that. Steve Lehman is our guest from News Channel 5. Uh, Steve, you know, we talk about all these things, you know, this coach coming in, that coach coming in. Bottom line, end of the day, you know, they brought in an offensive guy in Callahan because priority number one, job number one, is the continued development of Will Levis, right? No question. He is the key to the Titans taking the next level of their success. Number one, you hope he does it himself, that he is the franchise quarterback that can lead you to the next level and make your offense more dynamic. But the other thing you have here is you're going to have at least this season and maybe next under Brian Callahan to figure out if he can do that. Mm. And if he can't, you know, if he has a terrible year next year, I think the Titans are probably looking for a quarterback a year from now to replace Will Levis to give Brian Callahan another shot at this sort of thing. that That's kind of the place you're at with him coming in to take on Will Levis at this point. I think he likes Will Levis. I think he believes in Will Levis. But I think there's a possibility if he doesn't work out that he's going to have the opportunity to identify his quarterback, so to speak, and, and go in that situation. So it's a big year for Will. It's a big year for Brian Callahan. But what is so great about the position that the Titans are in, and I think you'll agree with this, is if we go back to maybe September of last year, I think the thought was, this is Ryan Tannehill's team until it's not this year, and who knows if we're going to see Will Levis at all, really, or if we do, if we're going to know much about him by the end of the year. And so the Titans are going to go into this offseason where they're moving on from Tannehill, and they don't really know what they have. That didn't play out. He got a ton of reps 
down the stretch of the regular season and played well enough that you feel good about what you have. And so the Titans, I think, confidently go into this offseason saying, we believe Will Levis is our future quarterback and can be the franchise guy here, which means when you have $90 million in free agency and you have eight draft picks, JB, that means you can go try to address the offensive line. You can truly try to make it over. You can go try and find a couple more weapons at wide receiver or fix your back end on defense, things that make the football team around Levis better. We saw spurts from Levis last year, flashes of greatness in some ways. We just didn't see it consistently enough, and I think a huge part of that is the fact that he was running for his life behind a bad offensive line, and he didn't have enough weapons around him to truly be a consistent performer. They have a shot this offseason to truly upgrade the talent around him to give him a better shot to succeed. Well, we started the show, Steve, uh, talking a little college basketball, and I know that uh, college basketball is definitely your jam. I'm going to ask you about Belmont here in a second. But, you know, obviously Vanderbilt went into Knoxville on Saturday. We all know that Tennessee's a really good team. They're a legitimate threat to make the Final Four, and we expected them to beat Vanderbilt. But, man, I didn't like what I saw Saturday, and – I, I started the show by saying this. I have too much respect for Jerry Stackhouse to use the Q word, but it kind of looked like the Q word at times. W- w- what did you make of what happened on Saturday with Vanderbilt and Tennessee? Man, it was really bad and really bad in a season that has been really bad for Jerry Stackhouse and Vanderbilt. JB, it's just hard for me to see a scenario where he's going to be the coach of this team next year, barring some sort of a miracle run in the SEC tournament in March. And I think the frustrating thing, whether it be for Jerry Stackhouse or any sort of a Vanderbilt fan, is over his first four seasons, even though uh, the overall record isn't what Vanderbilt basketball fans have come to expect, I think what you saw every year is the team get better as the season goes along. And so you'd look back at the end of the year and you'd say, gosh, I wish we started better in the non-conference or we didn't have that awful loss because then the resume would look pretty good. But you felt like, especially in the last couple of years when they went to the NIT, you felt like that was an NCAA tournament caliber team at the end of the year, even if the resume didn't quite stack up, and then they would go make runs in the NIT. And this year, I just don't see that. Maybe they've gotten a little bit better, but they're just so far from being truly competitive in the SEC. You don't see that same level of growth. And here in year five with no NCAA tournaments, Vanderbilt is too proud of a program for that to be the case. And I just think it's it's more likely than not at this point that there's going to be a change made at the end of the season because of it. Steve, are, are you surprised no statement has been made from the athletic department? But just looking at the fans, you don't hear – a lot of positivity out of it right now. In fact, you don't really hear much at all because they just don't care anymore. Yeah, and that's the worst place to be in, as you guys know, is if the fans get to be apathetic. And it's been concerning if you look at the crowds over there. That building has been less than half full the vast majority of the time this year. And the best crowds they've had by far have been when they played Tennessee and Kentucky. And it's been mostly orange or mostly blue and not black and gold, and that's almost more embarrassing than when it's half empty is when the opposing teams come in and fill up your arena. So that's another thing that they absolutely have to be concerned about. 
I don't know if I think too much about the statement. I think, and I commend her for this, I think generally Candace Lee tries to stay out of the fray and just sort of make the decision when she makes the decision. So I don't know if I necessarily need to hear something from her or see a statement from her right now. And by the way, usually the statement's the kiss of death, right? So (laughs) if you're going to make the statement that we support him right now, you might as well just fire him now because that's usually what the result is there. But, uh, yeah, I I don't know if I'm surprised there hasn't been a statement, but it would be pretty shocking to me at this point if they don't make a move. And I understand there's a lot of things going on at Vanderbilt with the Vandy United campaign and trying to put these programs in a position to succeed. And I will say, whether you're talking about Bryce Drew or Jerry Stackhouse, the facilities at Vanderbilt, to their current points, cannot compete in the SEC. Now, the new project, I think, is going to help that out a lot, but I don't think you've seen the fruits of any of that to this point. And so I think it's been a very, very difficult job over the last several years, but still, this is a Vanderbilt program that expects to compete to at least be an NCAA tournament team, and you're going back to 2017 since mm. the last time that happened, and that's just not good enough. Steve, we'll get you out of here on this. In addition to your duties at News Channel 5, you're also the voice of Belmont men's basketball. Uh, the Bruins playing really well right now. Got a win yesterday at Illinois-Chicago, 75-60. They've won four straight. This was after losing four straight, or I guess, what, uh, five out of their uh, previous six or whatever it was. Um What's been the key for the Bruins? I know they've had some injuries. they got some guys back healthy now. Yeah, the biggest thing, J.B., is just getting Jacoby Gillespie back. He, to me, is a all-conference point guard. He's the only player in America averaging more than 16.5 points per game, four assists per game, and two-and-a-half steals per game. He does it on both ends of the floor. He's their most complete player, and he missed essentially the entire month of January, eight games with a broken wrist. And Belmont just was not the same team. And you lose your floor general, you lose your best defender. It's just hard to compete. And the other thing that I I think people maybe miss with what Belmont has done in the last couple of years, in part because with Ben Shepard, they were so good in their first year in the Missouri Valley last year, is they upped their conference level significantly a season ago. And so when you look at that stretch where they lost five of six games, J.B., Four of those losses were to teams ranked in the top 105 of the net ranking in the conference. Those were just conference games on the schedule back-to-back-to-back-to-back. And we looked back over the 10 years they were in the OVC. They only played four teams in the top 105 in the net ranking in the entire decade when they were in the OVC. And that team was called Murray State on four different occasions. Mm. So that just tells you how much more difficult the schedule has been. And if you've got an injury or if you're not playing your best or you're on the road and bring your C game, you're going to lose in the Missouri Valley. It's not all that different of a level when you talk about the the parity within the league than being in the SEC or the Big Ten for teams. It's just hard to go on the road and play if you're not at your best. And Belmont found that out. But now they're whole again. They're starting to get guys going. They're playing really well on the offensive end, and they've upped it on the defensive end. And they're in the line once again to potentially get a first-round bye at Arch Madness in St. Louis. But still two weeks to go, lots to be proven, and they've got a huge matchup coming up Wednesday night at Drake, the team with the longest home winning streak in the country, tied for first atop the Valley with Indiana State. So a big matchup coming up on Wednesday night. Big couple of weeks for the Bruins, but all of a sudden there's some confidence that they're playing their best at the right time, 
And who knows, maybe there could be some magic coming up in the Gateway City in a couple of weekends. Steve, I couldn't do this first show without you, my man. You know how I feel about you. Appreciate you coming on. Hey, I'm honored to be on with you guys. Congratulations, and look forward to many more chats like these. Thanks, man. Have a great day. Yep, see you, buddy. There you go, Steve Lehman from News Channel 5 and Belmont Bruins Basketball. We'll take a break, and we have another legend joining us, Teresa Walker from the Associated Press. Stay with us, JB and the General, Nashville Sports Radio. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process and trusted generic alternatives to percent generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. Do you have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle all the way. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle all the way. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. It's the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland. And Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Patrick Mahomes, he's in the GOAT conversation with this win. I'm calling him Michael Jordan, essentially, because he's taking other people's rings. There's no shame in losing to Patrick Mahomes. He's that good. If you just got bested by Patrick Mahomes, you just got bested by Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Mahomes, GOAT-level kind of guy. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNF. 
Oh, man. Doesn't get much better than this. JB and the General. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. First show. Rolling on. And the more things change, the more they stay the same, right? We're always going to have Teresa Walker from the Associated Press, the Hall of Fame sports writer, join us on Monday mornings at around this time. T, good morning. Welcome to the new iteration of the midday show here at WNSR, JB and the General. Well, good morning. Happy to join you guys, and uh, good luck, and uh, uh, let's get this thing going. Yeah, we're ready to rock and roll, and we're great to continually have you with us uh, on Monday mornings, T. Uh, let's start. Let's start here. Let's start with the NBA All Star Game. Now, you and I, we remember really competitive All Star games where the stars played. They played defense. They wanted to win. Now it's a little bit different, right? The salaries were a lot different back then. Those players wanted the winner's share of winning the All Star Game. What we, I don't know how much you watched last night, but you could see Adam Silver the look on his face after the game. He was embarrassed because that was kind of embarrassing for the league last night. I, I'm, you know, I just. That was not competitive basketball. That was just a bunch of guys that seemingly all have the same agents and hang out together in the off season, just you know, just kicking it around. I, I, I don't know that. That to me, that was a colossal waste of time. What say you? I didn't watch it. I mean, I, I found Murphy's Romance on a different <laughs> channel. And, was uh, it James Gardner, Sal- Sally Field? Yes, and Brian Kerwin. <laughs> I mean, it, it. You know, it was a nice little throwback and. Uh, you know, and I and I had to look up the age difference between Sally Field and, and James Garner in that movie, and <laughs> it's funny. It was 18 years, but they actually aged him in the movie uh, a couple extra years. So um, it was, you know, what can I say? It the NBA All Star Game has the All Star Games are what they are. Yeah. Um, now, if you, you know, maybe if they incorporated the dunk contest, I've seen the suggestion on social this morning, uh, incorporate the dunk contest into the game, uh, maybe. Uh, the best thing about the skills competition was the three-point competition. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, I didn't care about the guys. I was more, I showed up to watch Sabrina and Steph. And by the way, Steph, uh, you know, he was amazing, but Sabrina was, you know, she, she did just as good as the men. I didn't Dame win or whoever it was win with twenty six, and she put up twenty six. Yep. So yep. it's and, and you know she was shooting from the men's line. Yes, she was using the women's ball, but she was using the men's line. And by the way, our girl hadn't played ball uh, in an organized game since October. So uh, t- you know, talk about firing it up. But uh, you know, let, let's. I don't know. I don't know what they do. It, it, you know, it's like. There's no defense played because nobody wants to get hurt. They all just want to, you know, score. Yeah, boring. But I didn't watch the NFL Pro Bowl. Uh, I didn't watch the NHL All Star Game either. Uh, You know, that's the thing. Uh, It's nice for contract bonuses, and you know, they got some nice little hardware. The way they gave the guys their All Star rings, which I didn't know that they got a ring for being an All Star. (laughs) Yeah, it's news to me. Uh, that, the way they did that was cool, but uh, it was pretty much a meh thing for me. I mean, I'm thinking that the guys who had to go would have preferred a three-day weekend off like some of their other people. Uh, and, and, and for Grizzlies fans, I saw a video of Brandon Clark, or at least a picture of Brandon Clark and Jaron Jackson Jr. working out together, um, having a weekend, you know, which is probably the best thing that Grizzly fans probably saw because, <laughs> Lord, they weren't represented at that event. so. No. Uh, I don't know what the answer is, JB. This ain't it. 
Yeah. Is it on the players more or the league to make it better, um, Teresa? It's a great question, you know, uh, but that's, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, Larry Bird before the game, you know, kind of said, you know, he'd like them to see it more like a game and and play some deep. But, you know, is LeBron going to take a charge in the (laughs) All-Star game? No. I mean, you know, if he sees uh, Jokovic or or Doncic coming down the lane at him, these guys aren't going to stand in there and, and stop them, no. I mean, you know, shoot in regular season games. We've seen guys take five steps <laughs> without dribbling, and it's not called a travel. So, uh, you know, and, and that may be a bigger problem for the NBA is the fact that uh, the regular season games are coming more like all-star games with the lack of defense and, and, and some of the things that are going on. So um, I, I, I don't know. I don't have the answer. Um, all I needed to see from that game was the score, and yeah, that told me everything. Two eleven to one eighty six. That ain't that ain't. I mean, if you that wanted to see the All Stars, you saw them score. But Jaron Jackson Jr., the uh, reigning defending you know player of the year, um, you didn't see that kind of stuff going on. Did you see blocks? Did you see steals? Did you see? You know, anything resembling defense in that game? No. Mm. And and last I saw, defense is a part of the NBA. It, it, it is. I mean, block shots, you know, going up to contest things, goaltends, you know, didn't really see any of that. Nothing resembling that last night. Teresa, and I mi- can say that not watching the game. <laughs> <laughs> that you can. Uh, you mentioned uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, Teresa, a guy who – has started to get some minutes in the NBA. Fans here locally will know Scottie Pippen Jr. What have you made of his uh, early uh, NBA contribution so far with the Grizz? Well, it, massively huge because you know they they they've been so banged up. It's like I, I swear I feel like you know they're having a season like the Titans have the last three years with injuries left and right. But guys, I, I hate to tell you because it's the Grizzlies. Um, Scotty Pippen on Thursday night, you know, they played Wednesday night and Thursday night. Well, right after the game, he left Thursday night's game. He is now, he is now out. And because he has low back soreness and an MRI revealed a bulging disc oh, in his geez. lower back. Yeah. And so he's going to be reevaluated in three weeks. So don't turn into the next game with the Grizzlies expecting to see Scotty Pippen Jr. If you're a Vandy fan, you're not going to see him. He's on the DL list. So, wow. I mean, and think about it. They beat the Bucks on Thursday night. Uh, Doc Rivers, hmm, three and seven since being hired. <laughs> Usually that's not how that goes um, with the Bucks. but Jaron Jackson Jr. was out Thursday night, and the, the zombie grizzes they're calling him because it's like, I don't you know. It, it's literally, the, you know, between G.G. Williams, no, excuse me, G.G. Jackson you know, the kid who came out, the youngest player in the NBA, came out of uh, South Carolina, was a second-round pick by, by Memphis, and then Vince Williams, who's played so well, they've both gotten real contracts. Um, you know, they're carrying Memphis, and they actually went into the All-Star break with back-to-back wins. So, you know, and, and we'll see if, you know, can they get some guys back, Jaron Jackson Jr. You know, m- maybe there's some hope that Desmond Bain comes back. Brandon Clark. 
it, you know, we're almost to the one-year anniversary of him tearing his Achilles. Mm. You know, there's a chance that he comes back. Um, we're still waiting for, you know, uh, uh, Marcus Smart, who had a, a ring finger injury. You know, so, and, and you know, the crazy thing is the numbers, there is still an outside chance for them to get to the 10th spot and play, get to the play-in games. So uh, it's going to be absolutely interested, interesting to see what's going on. Teresa Walker is our guest from the Associated Press, joins us every Monday here on JB and the General WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Uh, T, uh, Brian Callahan introduced his uh, top assistants last week, Denard Wilson, defensive coordinator, Nick Holtz, offensive coordinator. Um, what were your impressions when they met the media last week? What stood out to you? Well, Nick Holtz and, uh, you know, has put in an awful lot of time. He's going to be doing the bulk of the work during the week. And then Callahan's going to be the play caller, which we knew on, on game days. Uh, and, and, you know, they're going to, you know, he's, you know, getting started working with Will Levis because in his last job, you know, it's not like he saw a ton of film on Will Levis. So, you know, now they're diving into the roster, a roster guys that, is going to get, you know, massive turnover, uh, more than usual because one, they've got the second most cap space. They've got the seventh pick overall and, you know, they've got to figure out what they want to do and, and, and put the shopping list together. But, uh, I really like the idea, you know, and, and Callahan touched on this in his introductory news conference, the idea that, you know, they're going to put together, you know, blocks, uh, for, uh, you know, the defenses that they might see because that's the thing. You, and, and, and Callahan said, and this is probably what jumped out to me on the offensive side of the ball, that, yeah, they do want to try to dictate terms. They want to go into a game saying, we want to do this. It's been a while since I've heard that, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've heard an awful lot of atta- taking what the defense gives us. Right. Well, and, and, and you're going to have moments of doing that. You know, if the defense is doing something you can attack and, and take, you do that. But I like the idea of saying, you know what, we're going to be who we are. We want to go out and set the tone, so to speak. Haven't heard, it's been a long, long time since I've heard that. And, 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 you know, they may think that, and they may have thought that. They didn't say that a ton. And so I did hear that. And, and, and I like that. And the attack, 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 you know, the general patent quote that Denard Wilson used, it's like, <laughs> I love that because, you know, you should be doing that on defense. You, you know, we've seen them get after quarterbacks. We need to see them get the ball out. And we've seen defenses, and you know, the last coach, Mike Rabel, talked a lot, a lot about needing to get the ball out more. They didn't. In fact, it, with that focus on trying to get the ball out more, that they had six interceptions all of last season. They were the worst defense in terms of getting interceptions in the NFL this last year. And you've got to get the ball out. You know, sudden field changes, you know, getting the ball back for your offense, you know, changing things like that, quick sudden changes, that's what you need. And and when you're attacking with the pass rush, that's what your defense is going to have a chance to do more of. So I'm very curious to see how this all comes together because personnel is going to influence what you do. But you've got to have that mindset. And, you know, for, for a guy who, you know, honed his defensive chops, under Jeff Fisher and Greg Williams and Todd Bowles. I mean, I, I can't wait to see what Denard Wilson as a first time defensive coordinator does. Um, and, and, and 
long time coming for this guy. So it's like, you know, first time for him, first time play caller for Brian Callahan, first time as an offensive coordinator for Brian Holtz. But that said, there's a lot of experience on this roster to help them, to help support them and give them feedback inside the building. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what this group does. But I'm going to say this again. It comes down to the personnel on the field and how healthy they can stay on the field. And, guys, if I can spend a season not having to see guys being downgraded or ruled out on Fridays and Saturdays, uh, that will hmm. be a nice change. It certainly would, T. But some things never change, like you joining us every Monday morning, and we appreciate it. Thanks, T. My pleasure. All right. Teresa Walker from the Associated Press. Always great to talk with her. We'll come back, take your phone calls from now until the top of the hour. 615-844-5600. JB and the General on WNSR. Hi, I'm Jeff Fisher. You know, you've probably heard by now that the Nashville Cats are coming back to Music City. Well, you are correct. They're coming back and they're coming in hot starting April 27th with the first of five home games at the historic Municipal Auditorium. There will be an additional game at FM Bank Arena in mid-May up in Clarksville and that will be honoring our military. Single game tickets as well as season tickets are on sale now. For more information, come visit thenashvillecats.com. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose. Healthy life. Time for another moment in black history. And today we spotlight sports legends like Frederick Fitz Pollard. In 1919, Frederick Pollard became one of the first African-Americans to play in the NFL. One year after making his debut, Prince led his Akron pros to the first ever NFL championship. The following year, Pollard became a player coach with the same team and in effect became the first black head coach in the NFL. This moment in black history brought to you by Sylvester Armour and Armour Realty. As empty nesters, finding a real estate agent wasn't hard, but became difficult. A church member, my sorority sister, and my neighbor's son, all were agents. While playing golf, my husband met Sylvester, and our search ended. We were highly impressed by his knowledge of the Nashville real estate market, his 25 years of experience in hundreds of properties sold. Call Sylvester Armour with Armour Realty at 615-485-9211 or armorrealtors.com. That's 615-485-9211. 
locations nationally, including Smyrna. Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Bogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. JB and the General, first show here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Great to have you with us. The start of what we hope will be a long, wonderful friendship between us, myself, Pat and Cook, and you, the listeners. We're coming to you live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios, presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. And Patton, the reaction to our new show is is just overwhelming. Yes, the masses are flowing in to Nashville Sports Radio. Here on the text line, uh, of course, you can uh, text 615-844-5600. Very easy to text the show, so be sure to do so. Same number you call the show with. How about that? Uh, P-Man texts in. Great show, guys. Got a loyal listener here. Appreciate you, P-Man. A couple texts here from Doug, uh, mentioning back to the rivalry between Vanderbilt and Tennessee says the idea of in-state rivals just won't be what they were in the past. Players would build the disdain for one another with fierce battles for bragging rights. Now with the transfer portal, players are not sticking around for a full four years. Unfortunately, that sour taste for a rival just doesn't have the same time to build. Totally agree with you, Doug. Well, I will say this, Doug and Patton, you know, it's there in baseball. Yeah. You know, this spring, I mean, Tennessee versus Vanderbilt is going to be must-see TV. Yeah. But everywhere else, I mean, you know. Well, I think it also helps that the two programs are somewhat equal. Uh, yeah. Vanderbilt and Vanderbilt baseball and Tennessee baseball, as much as I hate Now, all the that. Vandy honks will be like, hey, Tennessee hasn't won two You're national right. championships right. like we have. But Calm down. Okay, yeah. right? Just chill. But the golfing class that we saw on Saturday night, I, I, it's hard to be much of a rivalry when it's a 40-point blowout. One more here from Doug. And by the way, congrats. I'm here for day one. Excited for this new brand of flavor in my ear, says Doug. Yeah, we're going to get that Craig Mack up and running for you, Dougie Fresh, so don't you worry. And uh, Kevin of Mule Town, congrats, brothers, on the new show. I'm late to the party today. couple of questions. One, your thoughts on the Vandy Tennessee game? Uh, we gave we that, talked Kevin. about I it. I know yep. it sucks. <laughs> Two is Steph Curry working on his way into MVP consideration? Oh, shut I will up, hang mule up head! And listen. Shut up, mule head! Jeez. <laughs> and then one more. Uh, I made a slight error um, mentioning Tennessee's schedule. He says Tennessee's last four games are Auburn at Alabama, out South Carolina, and Kentucky. 
not exactly a cakewalk. Yes, it is a much harder yeah. schedule than I originally thought. But to me, I, I look at how they're playing and I look at how those others really are playing. Minus Alabama, they've been pretty consistent all year long. It's been up and down. I, I like Tennessee the rest of the way, Kevin. You'll be very happy to hear that. That's either a compliment or the kiss of death. One will find out soon. Yeah, in case you missed it, Mulehead, or you just want to hear it again, we've been saying all morning that Tennessee is a legit Final Four threat. There's no yep. there's no question about it. To Should me, be. Right. But don't you think, Patton, the, the story was more about Vanderbilt yeah. and, and, and their effort on Saturday than it was Tennessee. We all expected Tennessee to win. Right. It's no no big surprises there. Now, and it wasn't like Dalton Connect went off for 45. Him and Ziegler both had 14. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a... All a, five starters finished in double figures. Like I said, they assisted on 28 right. of 33 made baskets. They were just spreading the love. Yep. Just out, outclassed Vanderbilt. But I mean, it was almost like a practice after a while. It, it was a glorified scrimmage in front mm-hmm. of uh, 25,000 or whatever Thompson Bowling Arena holds. But I agree. It, to me... You looked at what Vanderbilt was, and John, we kind of talked about this last year. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember the Alabama game. Mm-hmm. We came in yep. here wondering, did they quit? Did they not? Right. Got destroyed at Alabama. Now they had the response after. They were uh, great after that. Now, I think the, the season's a little too far gone and over with at this point. You don't have some guys coming back, but... You said you're hearing rumblings that they could make a move on Stackhouse yeah, there's some, before, before the season Yeah, ends. there's some message board stuff. Take for that what you want. But there's some rumblings of some change being made. But n- nothing concrete by anyone. I don't want to uh, say dun, 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 breaking news or anything. <laughs> but it, it, there... Uh, Wait, hang on, hang on. Yes. At, at Patton right, underscore yes. be Cook. Sure to, be sure to add. Guarantee Stackhouse right. will not make next game and send. All right. right. What were you saying? Exactly. <laughs> So uh, direct your tweets to me. By the way, you can follow us on Twitter at Nash Sports Radio. Uh, that is your uh, handle on all major media or social media platforms. You can follow me at John Burton 3234. It was formerly at John Burton 32, but about a year ago at this time, I got Elon Musked uh, when the changes were made, and I got I got left out in the cold and had to start over uh, on Twitter X. You can follow Patton at Patton underscore uh, Cook. Indeed. One more text here. Uh, yep. Eric in Columbia, he uh, fires in one late. Loving the new show. Hoping Rick Thanks, Barnes Eric. breaks through the Sweet 16 this year. I think he has to. And now nothing will happen if he doesn't, but I this team's too damn good not, not to make it to the Sweet 16. I think it's a lead eight or bust for this team. That's how good I think they are, don't you? You got the star, and that's as much as I love Grant. Well, I did not love Grant, Williams, <laughs> but I did not love Admiral Schofield. I want to make that very clear. Did you love Jordan Bone? Uh, yeah, <laughs> not really. But as a player, yeah. I respect they were good yeah. players. Yeah. yeah, none of them have the no. one-on-one scoring ability that Dalton Connect has right now. I think the key to Tennessee is Santiago Vescovi. You know, I like that. If he finds his off, looks for his offense a little bit more. He's a guy late in the game when you need a shot, when you need a three. He can score for you. Obviously, Connect is the go-to guy. Adu's your double-double guy. Uh, Ziggler's your floor general, to use a term used on this show. But to me, we know what we're going to get from those guys. What we don't know is Vescovy. I think he's the. I think he's the key to the whole operation. And you know, like I said, this team has got a legitimate shot to make their first Final Four. I thought I felt that way last year, but after Ziggler got hurt. You know, it was kind of a different deal for them this year. 
Ziggler's healthy. He's playing well. They're all playing well. I mean, they're, you know, if they, you're right. If they don't get it done this year, maybe it is fair to put the regular season Rick label on Barnes. Yeah. I don't, you know, because. Don't like doing it, but I mean, right. at some point a trend is uh, a reality. You got to break through some year, yep. right, when you have this much talent. All right, let's come back and wrap up uh, our first show. What do you say? Nashville Sports Radio, stay with us. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash handsonlycpr and become a lifesaver today. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Are you ready for some March Madness? Then don't miss out on any of the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity as the return of the Ford Center downtown Evansville for March 6th through the 9th as the first entries into the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are now on sale to each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. 
Well, this uh, two hours went by really fast. <laughs> sure did. Appreciate the callers and texts. Yeah, lot of, thank uh, you all so much. We appreciate it. And uh, like I said, just uh, give us a couple weeks. You know, we're gonna we're gonna fine tune some things on this show. We're going to uh, uh, come up with uh, some things. I think you guys are gonna like and be entertained by. So. Uh, we're definitely uh, looking forward to that. But uh, your first day as a big-time sports talk radio host, Patton, what uh, what'd you think? Had a blast. Uh, you're just carrying me along the way. I'm just kind of uh, grabbing you around the <laughs> neck and just carry me, JB. Carry me to the promised land. All right. Well, Mr. Johnson's walking in, so maybe this is our last yeah, show we'll, at JB. I'll we'll be general. turning the mic off here and uh, see you tomorrow. <laughs> no, it was great. Thanks to all everybody who called and texted in, and uh, we're just excited to have this opportunity to uh, to to do this on a daily basis, hopefully make you smile and um, you know just entertain you, talk some sports and, and and have some fun. What do you got going on today? Not a whole lot for me today. Uh, Lipscomb's on the road; they they're on a uh, two week long road trip. So wow. Games for me are postponed. DCA baseball doesn't kick off, thankfully, because I don't want to sit out in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, should mention uh, Vandy baseball took two out of three yes. from FAU in the cold over the weekend. Oof. Uh, uh, the 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 lineup the bats are are there, you know had a little you know had a little pitching issue on Friday even though they walked it off a twelve eleven game but uh, yeah so they take two out of three they're off to a great start we're gonna have uh, Tim Corbin on with us every Thursday mm-hmm. uh, throughout the season so that hasn't changed as well so we're looking forward to talking with Corbs uh, every week as well yeah Clay will be happy to know they found the bats um, it's no longer <laughs> wooden bat season they got fire the, the pitching uh, couch they, okay they, they got the metal bats like everybody else now a couple pretty cool takeaways I'm mm-hmm. excited to talk to coach Corbin some notable uh, lineup changes pitching changes some guys pitched well some guys did not but yeah congrats the Vandy boys Tennessee also yep. two out of three as well yeah, we're off and running, so uh, you know that's a sure sign of spring is college baseball, and uh, I just love the fact that college baseball is a big deal around these parts because I didn't, you know, I'd be lying if I said I followed it growing up, uh, but uh, since I've been here, and obviously with Vanderbilt and their success with the two national championships and uh, the rise of Tennessee under Tony Vitello, it's going to be another fun season, and that means the weather eventually is going to get warmer and the days of, are eventually going to get longer. So, and it, and it helps out kind of the slower months, something to talk about. You always count on, especially now with Tony, uh, Tony V, Tony Vol. Yes. He, he gives you something to talk about in, yeah. in May and June. Yeah. He stirs the pot a little yeah. bit. You know, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, second half of the NBA season. How excited are you for your calves? I, my Knicks have to get healthy. Your calves are. We're on a roll right now. Yeah, they're about as good as they can get right now, which worries me. <laughs> <laughs> Might have peaked a little early. I, I'm I'm not so sure, but yeah, very excited. Darius Garland, everybody's healthy. John, yeah. knock on wood, knock on everything. I cannot say I the same here. for my team. Yeah, how do you feel? I feel great if we get everybody back healthy. I really do. I think we can make a run. I'm sure you feel the same way. I, you know, I definitely think we can do it. But uh, you know, we just got to get healthy. All right, show number one in the books, man. How about we come back and do it tomorrow? What do you say? Uh, as long as uh, Mr. Johnson lets us, I'll be here. I'll be here. All right. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. The McFarland's coming up from 2 to 4. They welcome your phone calls, and they mean it. And uh, they'll have a great show for you coming up later this afternoon. Jim Rome is next. So long, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Going.